exotic. Like cash money, I stay in pocket. UMC, rah 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 rah, don't stop it. Six exotic, mix hypnotic. Superhero role, boy, I'm bionic. You a fan on some level, I'm a supersonic. Girl, you got it, you can strip like comic. Entranced to melodic, technotronic. Beats, rockin', seats, dropping, seats, poppin', streets, rockin', freakin', shakin', money, makin', stylin', and bein' fly. I'm the one the lady, lady chose to strip back pose to take off their clothes to chose to the one that go ghost to ghost or Mr. Global Focal. Let's go on. Please read from sheets. I am. I am. Sofa King. Sofa King. Now repeat all very fast, please. I am. Not so fast. Loses meaning. I am so fucking retarded. You say funny thing. What's the word, gentlemen? Nothing. I'd like to welcome everybody to the another episode of the Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> How you guys doing today? Have you actually listened to Joe Rogan? Not ever? really. No? I don't. I don't listen to podcasts. That's right. I really, honestly, it's it's the funniest thing because I do a podcast every single week, actually a couple, and I like today I missed my, actually this week and last week, I missed my daughter's second day of her softball tournament, her travel ball softball team, missed the second day of the tournament to record a podcast to make sure that our listeners, our fans, the ones that we love are not let down, That's are not let sir. down. We thank you, sir. So, and I mean... We love them more than our family. <laughs> huh, Brent? You know, I, I listen to our podcast. It's uh, it's like wearing your old band shirt. You're not supposed to do it. But I, my excuse is that I don't remember when I walk out of here. Yeah, really. I don't either. Something's like, wrong with me. People come up to me and like talk to me about something we talked about, and I'm like, uh, yeah, cool. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know why though. Why is that? It's we're engulfed in information. That's right. In quality comedy. We are a we are a brightly burning flame of ingenuity. <laughs> That's correct. And by the time you talk to us in a week, it's nothing but or, cold or or, or we're full of shit and just spewing. I, was like, I made spewing that up. Yeah. Another, yeah, I don't even know what you're talking distinct, about. Distinct uh, yeah. possibility. Yeah. yeah, We have a special internet. We look up all the information on. It's not on the real internet. That's right. There, there is a special podcast internet, but you have to run a podcast to get access to it. It's like the dark net, but a lot cooler. And a password. Yeah. So. It's the it's Illuminati a- of podcasting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The password is War Dolphins. Um, That's right. So we. <laughs> war Dolphins. War Dolphins. It just That's, came to That's how my brain like a, works. Sounds like an awesome game. Yeah. Yeah. No, it doesn't sound like an awesome <laughs> Dave game. Dave hates it. Sounds war. like a horrible game that I wouldn't play. I think, yeah, War I think Dolphins. Does, like you, you tape a bayonet to their nose. And just like rail other dolphins. dolphins. They do have war dolphins. They have war dolphins. Yeah. They have war dolphins. Yeah. They train oh, them to sweet. sniff out that's chemicals and to identify mines that will destroy ships. Yeah, that's my. That's Echo the Dolphin Part Five. That, that's my new game name. Echo the War, war dolphin. Dolphins. It's yeah. a good name. It's, it'd be a good name for a bad band. Actually, we could do that. We'll start putting music up on our podcast played by War Dolphin. War dolphins. It's all mouth uh, instruments. <laughs> the and thing is, though, is that war. War dolphin sounds better than war dolphins. It sounds like a war verb. dolphin. Yeah, yeah. like a verb, we like an one. activity. You guys have been war dolphin lately? 
Or it's like an Austrian last name. I am Hans Wardolfin. <laughs> <laughs> I kept trying to tie Dolph Lundgren into it, and I couldn't My name do is it. Yeah, Dolph, <laughs> Dolph Wardolfin. My problem is I was trying to change it. It was yeah. fine the way it was. Yeah. Right. It was already yeah. the yeah, name. Yeah, it was already there. Yeah, Dolph Wardolfin. Yeah. Yep. Can't beat it. So what's our our topic today is Wardolfin. It prop, is. It's propaganda. It's Propaganda, it propaganda, <laughs> and and mind control because they are the same thing. Yeah, propaganda, mind control, subliminal influences, all of that. All is of what the we're above. CIA, Illuminati, uh, Jade Helm fifteen. And I'm gonna make Barack Gandalf. Obama. Gand- propaganda and propaganda propaganda with I writing a war dolphin. <laughs> Can we do propaganda for this show's? Can somebody uh, please submit their Photoshop of propaganda writing a war dolphin? Yeah. Thank yeah. you. It'll be red and black and white, like a Russian propaganda photo. Right. And it'll oh, be so awesome. Yeah, that's good propaganda. So I wanted to start by uh, giving a shout out to some uh, listeners. Um, we posted some questions about, you know, ideas about propaganda and about mind control and all that sort of stuff. And we got some feedback on the interwebs. And I wanted to to read and talk about a couple of them. Um, first off, a fan named Mike Money, who is very active on mm-hmm. our social medias. He asks, aren't memes propaganda for the most part? People see something clever from a page they like and they think, hey, this must be true because this page likes what I like and then they do no research. Yeah, so to, to, answer your, question. to answer your question, Mike Money, fuck you. Right. <laughs> I think you're great. I Th- think, thanks I for letting us use your vacuum, sir. I think the, I mean, I think the ultimate answer to the question is, I mean, personally, I wouldn't say a meme, anything like that stuff you see on Facebook. I wouldn't identify that as propaganda. That I, I read um, definitions of propaganda, and that is a new form of propaganda that they're using. It keeps you misinformed. Um, my fiance just read a, a meme propaganda thing to me yesterday that I was like, I read that two years ago. Okay, I guess so you're still uh, okay. in the same information. Let me let me it's clarify circ- then. Yeah, the reason I didn't think that was propaganda, but now that you're saying it that way, I could see where in some instances it's, it's it keeping could be. you stale. Propag- to me, propaganda is an intentional manipulation of your mental state by the ruling by a government. Mm-hmm. Is propaganda. And so I, in general, I, if some guy puts a funny fucking picture of a cat yeah. up and it's a meme, yeah. it's not necessarily propaganda. No. Even if some dude who has a political agenda, if I love the left yeah. or the right and I post a meme, I still wouldn't say that's propaganda either because I'm not a you, functioning you made, part of yeah. the government. But if the government releases yep. a meme that that is then being spread, I would argue that could be a form of propaganda. Yes. But it has to be government and I initiated. think Yes, and I think that we actually as as in the consumer or the person on the internet you know just some guy thought something was funny made a meme and the government attached themselves to it because it's it was already out there people are already sure. doing it so any information that you want to get out to the user you just circulate it right i, I throw out a meme it's a funny meme it's going to go everywhere I guess it so, depends on what the intent behind it was. Yeah, I mean, so what what's the intent behind it? I think that it can be used as a form of propaganda. Oh, it can't. I mean, every I mean, if you look at the history of propaganda, it's always I mean, it goes all the way back to fucking ancient Greece. They had propaganda for wars, but I mean, at the time, they had very little technology. They had criers on the streets 
or, you know, even in the, you know, in the Civil War, there was propaganda, but it wasn't much. But in World War II, it really ramps up and you see tons of posters because printing in color suddenly was a lot cheaper. You see radio broadcasts, propaganda really ramps up as technology ramps up. And now with memes, with Facebook, with Twitter, with all this stuff, it's just another technological way to spread propaganda. Yeah. But I think, the, again, yeah. I think I think the key to propaganda <laughs> is that it's it's hosted by a government and the government's yeah. intention is to change, is to basically influence morale, incite exactly. Patriotism or fear yep. against the enemy. You might do propaganda that makes the enemy scared of you yeah. or whatever, but it's a government trying to yeah. manipulate your mindset yeah. through and, and, misinformation. And the other thing is too the uh, propaganda mind, slash mind control. Um, if if you look at, um, I, I watched you know They Live, the movie by John Carpenter, fantastic movie, and and he puts on the sunglasses and he sees all the signs right, right that nobody else is seeing. Well, along and with I that, do want to pause to give a R.I.P. For Rowdy Roddy Piper. Rowdy Roddy Piper. I was going to joke, and because I didn't know he was actually the actor, I wasn't paying that much attention, and I was going to joke and call the guy Rowdy Rowdy Piper because it apparently looks like a, it's Rowdy Rowdy Piper. My perhaps so. <laughs> my favorite line of all movies is in that movie, which is "I came here to kick ass and chew bubble gum." And I'm all out of bubblegum. Yep. And that's Duke Nukem. <laughs> if you've ever played Duke Nukem, oh, does he use he it too? Yes. Yeah, yeah, that originally came from They Live. Yep. Rowdy Roddy Piper. I think that uh, I don't think it has to be government. In my opinion, like my perception of propaganda. No, it could like, be business. It can I think be it's business. A, it could be an people. organized group or yep. sure an organization with a specific intent. Like I, I'll say, like we're definitely interested in the government aspect because that's the big evil one that's that we're going to talk about most. Um, but I think it can be any group or no, organization. I, I or think even you're an right. Individual, I guess. I think you're right. I think it's. I wouldn't even say an individual. I think it has to be an organized group that's trying to get you to be loyal towards a group. And with a motivated actually, agenda. With I mean, a motivated agenda. And we, I think we do the same thing as the podcast. We give out swag bags with our stuff on it. People want stickers. People you know what I mean? Like we we promote a certain thing. You you can actually have propaganda. It, it's just what is the intent behind it. Sure. I think so, it can be an individual though. The reason I say that is because the father of propaganda, the Edward Bernay or Bernays is the individual that creates the propaganda that he hands to the to the government to distribute to the masses. So it originated from one man. It was propaganda the minute it left his hand. Yeah, but um, it was for a purpose for a group. Right. But so. he could have distributed that himself somehow possibly. If he yeah. with social media today if there was an Edward Bernays and he was able to utilize something like Facebook or Instagram, back then he needed the government to be able to distribute it in such a fashion. Now an individual could have tweeted it, Instagrammed it, put it out on Facebook, it got onto social media and then it just caught fire. One man made it. It's still yeah. some of the most powerful propaganda possible, right? I I don't know. I mean, it's nitpicking, and I'll yeah. just let the conversation die. But I think propaganda has to be done by the group itself to right. promote the group itself. If some, I mean, obviously there are individuals in the group designing and right. editing and putting together yeah. the propaganda. But the propaganda has to be originate to me. And I think historically it's always been a government, right. but I think more increasingly now it's going to be done by corporations who cool. have the same yeah, amount companies. of power yeah. as a government. Yeah. But I think it has to be. Yeah. I mean, the individual I, – I would imagine most people who work in you know, ad companies or work for Coca-Cola designing a new bottle or whatever um, – yeah. 
don't necessarily, they don't go home and they're like, fuck yeah, score for Coca-Cola. <laughs> like they're just being paid to design a yeah. better bottle. Hey, we want you know. people to choose our bottle over right. a Pepsi bottle. But the look so, of it matters. Coca-Cola cares. It's about what works. The you have to use the yeah, tools right. that work. Why right. would you not? Right. And that's, it goes back to all the subjects that we've talked about where it's that slippery slope where things with the best of intent to like increase sales in fast food, you make something taste better. We talked right. about that and all the, the marketing aspects, ha- you're going to use this color because people respond to it more. You're going to use sex in the ad because people respond to it more. But you can't blatantly just put a wiener in the middle of a Yeah, but if if I say Corona, what comes to your mind right now? The beach. Damn. That's that's propaganda. That's 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 exactly what they want you to think. The power of advertising, yeah. Yeah. No, it's amazing. They're they're amazing at it. They have studied. They have psychologists on staff and all kinds of craziness. And and that's that's the propaganda we're talking about is it's it's not necessarily for the, the detriment of you on on most levels but you're going to you're going to think of what they want you to think of. Yeah, you're going and I mean they I don't I I don't know if most people think about how much goes into advertising. I mean, if you're the most brilliant person on earth in at studying the effects that colors have on emotions. Like you're a professor, yeah. you have multiple PhDs, this is what you do. If an ad agency finds out that that's what you've done, they will pay you an ungodly yes. amount of money to come and advise them on their thing. So much money that you're going yeah, what, to what say color, yes. What color is their logo? You know what I mean? Right, what, exactly. What color, but, you know, what color but again, it's not just what wear. color. It's yeah. like, you know, what color red? It's like there's a million to choose from. We need a specific. But it's like everything. I mean, they go down to the level that they do neurological marketing where they'll scan people's brains while they're watching a commercial. Yeah. And if they see a pattern that most people at 17.8 seconds into the ad lost attention, they will Why? re-edit 17.8 yeah. to 17.10 to make it perfect. I mean, it I, is. I just thought about this right now, too. Um, Best Buy, they're not necessarily the top electronics company out there, but they're still thriving. They have they have stores, um, and they wear blue. Right. Look at Radio Shack, and look at Circuit City. They they all wore red, and they're going out. And I, I know Radio Shack's still around, but they're going out. Yeah. I, I make the choice to shop at Lowe's. And I, I consciously know blue. because it's blue and gray. Yeah. And it's just something in my head. It's more calming in the environment. Like the when I go to Home Depot, I, it's some, the orange thing, it's weird. I don't really dig the color. I don't know. I honestly go to Lowe's because I like the color of the sign. And I, I know it. I go to Lowe's because when I go to Lowe's and I have a question about plumbing, someone tends to be in the neighborhood and answers my question. That better service. And when I go to Home Depot, I get fucking nothing from no one. I'm like talking to other customers and I'm like, dude, where would you put the toilets? <laughs> Fuck, I don't know. I think it's three aisles that way. Yeah. It's like, I did get really good for... help at last time I went to Home Depot and I only went yeah, because and I think they that, had that's something no one store. else that, had. That's, yeah. that's neither here nor there. So, But, but the but, next... Another quote, which I think ties into exactly what we're talking about, comes from listener Brian Ross, and he posted on Facebook, um, social influence of the illusion of online individuality has allowed target marketing to infiltrate your daily life at a scary level. Subliminal messages have evolved into a very direct and completely transparent attempt by companies and corporations to sway your opinion or purchasing decisions. A good example of this is I just recently had a child. Now all of my YouTube, Hulu, and Crackle ads are about infants and new parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and who, who wrote that? Brian Ross. So Brian, 
fuck you. <laughs> I think that that was so well worded. I'm going to copy paste that off. Yeah, Facebook he stole that from somewhere. But Man, that's I'm true. I'm impressed, Brian. If not, and that was that was two posts I merged. I, that them was well. I don't. I don't know. Um, I don't know if I had mentioned this in past podcasts, but I think I had. But I, I searched carbon fiber tubing. And and still to this day, yeah. I think that was six yeah. months ago or something. I get ads for this company that's carbon fiber tubes, like. And the th- I mean, the thing is, like, when I remember when the Xbox One launched, and it was before it came out, but they were showing what it did, and they were showing how you can snap things to the side and watch TV and play a game at the same time if you want to, and all this different stuff. And they were talking about how if you use the search engine inside of the Xbox One, that. When like it'll start instead of generic ads, the Xbox will be smart and start to give you ads that targeted. you actually care about. Marketing. He didn't even say targeted. He yeah. said, we know that you love X game. You know, these games are the games you like. So if we're putting out a sale this month and we know you like this game and part three just went on sale, we're going to let you know about it and you're going to be happy. That we let you know about it because you love that game, yeah, and we know do you that? don't yeah. already yeah, own they're not, it. They're not. They're not. It's uh, like, they're not bothering you. So it's. I mean, part of me. I mean, part of me instantly thinks this is insidious, and they're digging in too deep, and they know exactly what we want, and they offer it to us. But then at the same time, another part of me has to say, "Is that? Thanks, that I do like bad? that. I'm going to get ads like, anyway. I'm going to be on a random site and get some bullshit ad on the side. But if I know that that bullshit ad on the side might actually be for a whiskey I drink or yeah. a, a and I, and I think shoe that's not, I buy, that's not necessarily. Uh, propaganda when you think about it or mind control, they just know how to get in into what you're thinking. Right. Like that, that's, but that's the whole point. Um, let's talk about, uh, what's, what's that guy's name? We watched the video on Darren. Or, oh, yeah. It's a uh, Darren, Darren Brown, Brown who is Darren a mentalist. Brown. He's a street mentalist. And if you haven't seen that guy outside of even propaganda, I mean, I don't know. There's some David Blaine craziness. Maybe it's a trick cause it's on TV, but this guy will walk in the store stores and buy things with blank pieces of paper that are just the size of money. Like it's insane. He can like pick your pocket, take your cell phone and have you say thank you for doing it and walk away. The guy is magic. It's the weirdest thing. I strongly recommend you hit YouTube and do a search on Darren Brown. It's D E R R E N and it's Brown. Don't be fucking stupid. Brown. Yeah. Um, but G R E E N. Yeah. (laughs) But (laughs) look, he he had a show on sci-fi for, I think two seasons called mind control. And he's had a couple of shows on the BBC and I know he trains, um, SAS officers in yeah. different mental and, techniques. And he's basically, he's basically social engineering. Like he, he mm-hmm. basically sets everything up and, and, and runs these people through a gamut and then, and then basically tests them on it. And usually it works out in his favor because he's, he's planted things into their mind. And here's, the, you know, here's the thing with him. And I've said this from the first time I ever watched this guy and his ability to get to, to get people to do what he wants them to do, to think what he wants them to think, even though it's temporary, he gets them to do exactly what he wants them to do. And that is when you watch the show, I'm either dismissing every single clip as complete bullshit or I'm completely blown away. It's amazed. Yeah, Those yeah. are the only two options. This is either 100% bullshit, which I honestly don't think, because I've seen mentalists do some crazy, crazy shit. I think he's just that good at getting you to think something. Well, and I think if you know how the human brain works and you start planting subliminal messages, it's just like, you know, you take your loved one, for instance, your wife or girlfriend or whatever. I think women have been... And it's been instilled in the women that your husband needs to buy you flowers. 
that your husband needs to get you a ring, you know, before before you're married, you know, the the girl she wants the ring. You know, where are you going to get it at, Jared? You know, <laughs> uh, you know, there there's all these things that are instilled into people because of media and advertising. And and those are all on a subliminal level. You don't necessarily care about that stuff, but you're constantly seeing it. Right. Valentine's Day, for instance, you know, like these things that are that are they're always there. You've always seen them ever since you grew up. That's how you grew up. You're going to that's what you're going to expect when you get older. You know, and I, th- I think that goes along the lines of, yes, it's advertising, but also they're hitting you on a subliminal level. Yeah, absolutely. They're, they're, they are they're, they're, they're mind controlling you to to move into a certain, you know, when you get a certain age, this is what you expect. And the way they can do it, like there's a, there's a, one of his most famous clips that Darren Brown does is he has a thing where, and this was on the, the sci-fi show, the uh, mind control. He took a couple of advertising executives and he picked them up in a cab, drove them to an office and then had them. He, all he told them was, I want you to do, to draw out a print ad um, design an ad for a taxidermy, a chain of taxidermy stores where they stuff dead animals. And he, all he did was put him in a cab, have him ride a couple of blocks to this office building, come upstairs. He showed him exactly a stuffed bear him, and a yeah. stuffed cat. And he said, now draw the ad. And they drew this and he set an envelope on the table, put a dead stuffed cat on top of it and said, when we're done, you guys open that envelope and we'll compare what I drew to what you're going to draw right now, even though I've told you nothing. No, he didn't say that. He just said, don't open this envelope. I want to open it afterwards. Yeah, he just said these right, are some yeah, of my that's thoughts true. or something. Yeah. But it was pretty much. And then, I mean, they drew... You know, a picture of a bear, a harp, a bear playing a harp in animal heaven. There were angel wings over a phrase that said where the best dead animals go, um, specific zoo gates, all this stuff. And they drew it out. And then when they when he opens up his envelope, it's almost the exact probably 85 percent. Right. And then the, the elements in his drawing that weren't in the final drawing they do are in rough drafts of their drawings that didn't make yep. the final cut. And, and, and they then show he, you. Right. He shows uh, you how they yep. did it. And it's the whole cab ride over. There were harps in the windows of stores. So harps were already in their mind. He had a, the zoo logo. He had a group of school children wearing the exact zoo logo cross in front of the car when they and were they drove past the light. Zoo. They drove past the zoo. Yeah, they like the all, zoo gates, yeah. all these little things. And then these two people on their own drew from all these things they just saw. And I have to think if this guy's training the British SAS to get into people's heads and he's he can do the real this, deal. like yeah. he's, I mean, <laughs> why couldn't you do that? It wouldn't, I mean, especially for a government entity, that would not be hard to fucking orchestrate, you know? Yeah. And it, it, another one that I saw him do, which was fucking crazy was there was a girl probably mid twenties or something. And she wanted to, she was on the show because she said that she wanted to learn how to play concert piano and she was going to college. She wanted to learn concert piano. And he said, if you come to my studio every day for, it was like a month or 60 days or something, I'm going to hypnotize you and work with you every single day. And at the end of this time, you're going to put on a concert and you're going to play concert pianist level piano. And she did. She went every single day and he fucked with her brain. And at the end of the time space that was given up, he 
put her on stage in a time that's impossible. It was impossible to have the muscle memory, to have everything that it needs. But she went out and she was super nervous. She was excited. Her whole family was there. She went out. She played this amazing complex piece of piano and broke down into tears and all this stuff, at which point he revealed to her she's been playing the piano since she was a little girl. She was currently a music studio, a music student at a music conservatory, but she was burnt out on playing the piano and no longer cared about doing any performances. And she had come to him so she could, he could make her care about playing the piano. So what he did was spend two months making her completely fucking forget that she ever played the piano so that she would go out, play it, be excited. And then he could say, remember that feeling. That's why you're playing music. And it all comes back to her. And like, this is the type of stuff that he does. And like, again, it was either bullshit or that's pretty scary. The amount of influence you can have on a mind. I mean, I don't know. I think if you believe in hypnotism that, that, yeah, that guy that at the fair just work. makes you twist and shout. That well, those, those people are, are whatever. Yeah, and, and you don't know. I mean, there's a lot of fakes out there. But um, but look up Darren Brown. Yeah, Darren. His videos are yeah. really cool. You'll see some Darren good stuff. Brown, D-A-R-R-E-N. Yes. G-R-E-E-N. That's right. Check it out on YouTube. Yep. Yep. Um, so we talked about um, where it gets scarier is uh, in the government. Yes. Um, and what types of propaganda. And, and actually what got us on this topic is Brent actually mentioned in one of our, just last week, the episode about the uh, national anthem played in the 60s where they showed the, the words going across the screen. When the and then TV they would, shut down at night. Yeah, yeah they, were, they were all going off air, and, and the words would play across the screen. And in those words, when they were flipping to the new words, actually showed um, propaganda, which was trust the U.S. government obey, consume, you know, all these things. And he was saying he didn't know if that was real or not, you know, with, with all the new editing techniques that could have been put in. But the first thing that I, I noticed, um, those are actually, uh, supposedly they're from a real, that's real footage of, of that thing. You could check it out on YouTube. It's just hard to nail it down. Yeah. You can't tell where yeah. You don't from, know. Right. Um, and one of the first things I noticed, and we talked about this is when they showed the regular video, you actually don't see the subliminal messages that they're showing you. You have to slow it down to watch them. Um, but the first thing I noticed was when it got to the end and it said home of the brave, it had a question mark. It was an apparent, it was just <laughs> home of the brave question mark. And I was like, what the hell? I, I thought that was weird, like right off the tip top, you know? And and then they show you this whole thing. And then they mentioned the question mark at the end of the video. And I saw that right from the beginning. So I, and we were talking about this, if you're asleep or awake right. and in that movie, they live, right. it says stay asleep is right. one of the things, right. you know? Right. So, um, you I, know, I want to say something, but we won't ruin it. So don't ruin it. If you've seen this, okay. um, there's a really cool video that is an awareness test that you can look up on YouTube and it shows you this principle. And once you've watched the video, you can never, no longer participate. Um, but you can tell your friend and see what they do. If you look up awareness test and, and, and you can Google like awareness test, uh, how do, many the, t- do the bear one awareness test bear that's what it is or not (laughs) never mind everybody so the next thing we're moving on to since the entire point of the video is did you notice the bear no, you didn't see. No, no you just no, ruined it. No, I did not. You I just didn't. fucking no, ruined it. No, you just ruined no, it. If you type you just ba- told there's everybody people playing the- basketball and no bear to be found. I, I, I could have completed the sentence and it would have been okay. But, anyways. See, um, he just ruined it for everybody. No, Sorry, everybody. No, Neither of you look at me. Don't look, both of you. Well, <laughs> don't look at me. <laughs> Oh man. 
<laughs> so, anyways, government <laughs> propaganda. Um, is is Brent, Brent's like the uh, whenever you spoil anything, he gets so angry about it. Just <laughs> I said something about Vikings, and he just got like, no, no, like cover the ears, like he wants to punch you and kill you. It's okay, really check out the do the do the um what's the other awareness test it's with gorilla? It's, even, it's useless. Gorilla. That, that ruins it too. It's over. <laughs> That's how you have to search for him. E.T. dies at the end of the movie, everybody. <laughs> but it's okay. He comes back to life. That's right. Oh, my and all God. The, all the guns come back as um, walkie-talkies. What else can we spoil? I'm gonna th- Rowdy I'm gonna... Rowdy Piper dies. <laughs> yes. By the way. In the real happened. world. He was in, yeah, they live. I wanted to point out something pretty crazy. Um, there's a statistic just to start things. 67% of Americans don't believe major media, which I think is saying something that obviously shady shit is going on. If America, 67% of people don't believe what's on the news. Yeah. Well, um, and we've talked about that before where news uh, networks are owned by the government yeah. and they're just put out there to feed you the same bullshit over and over again or all these it actually feeds you stuff that doesn't matter like you're, you're getting information that just has no relevance and here's the thing i don't i don't even think that the government is behind the news networks i just think the corporations that are set to do one thing which is make money and dominate their True. industry yeah. are behind so it's like they don't give a shit what the real news is they give a shit about the version of the news that's gonna get people to tune in and gonna get coca-cola to keep advertising on their show yeah. they could give a shit about the truth of the news well, they and want I think money the, and ratings yeah and the government uses that to its advantage though. it does you know when when you go and you send a shooter in to kill, you know, a bunch of kindergartners, that's going to make national news for a week because that's all it did. Right. And then and then people are going to go along with it and believe it or question it, one or the other. And and they, they but they use those outlets because that is the known source that's going to work. TV is is one of the longest known propaganda um, spillers, basically, that just people just, and we talked about this, you go into an alpha state when you sit there and watch TV and you just start taking in information. Everybody knows Jared from Subway. You know what I mean? Everybody knows the McDonald's song. Right. You know what I mean? Like people walk around singing commercials. My, well, it's, my, it's proven my more kids, people know yeah. like who won American Idol than who's the president. Yeah. And, and, weird and stuff. I think yeah. you, I think you are more aware when you don't watch TV. You're, you, I think you are just more conscious. Like if you, if you think about it. Because I don't watch a whole lot of TV. I don't see a lot of commercials. All the shows I watch don't have commercials. I'm kind of out of the loop on media. Right. I have noticed since I canceled cable, like I don't know a bunch of... That's what I was saying about earlier on the TV episode before about Netflix. It's not as bad because you're not getting the other stuff. Yeah. Yeah, you're not stuck on the gossip. Yeah, you're not stuck on gossip from the, you know, Hollywood housewives or whatever the hell it is. You know, you're not, that's not what's engulfing your everyday life. Like you, you have a different perspective on things and, and, you know, learn a different way and see a different, uh, you know, you, you see things in a different light, I guess you Mm -hmm. could say. Um, but one of the things the government, um, used, and, and we were talking about the Star Spangled Banner thing, you know, you're, they're singing the national anthem. And they're showing this propaganda, and they showed it through the 60s, right? All the way to like 1970 is when they revealed yeah, I think so. um, MK Ultra. Or, or when did they reveal MK Ultra? I guess that we know. 76. And they, and, and, and they, they say did they a hearing in 70s. Well, we should talk about what MK Ultra is. I think a lot of people aren't going to know what we're talking about. Yeah, it says it was 1967, and then they halted it officially in 1973. But then the so, it got 
there was a hearing in 76 and 77 that revealed that's, what it was. That's yes, that's where they started the the revealing the scope of what it is. So uh and it is um it is the CIA's mind control program. Do you have a better uh description of what I what exactly MKUltra is? Um from the stuff that I looked into, it was a, an officially sanctioned program by the CIA, and it was codenamed MK Ultra. And we cover a lot of conspiracy theory shit, and there are a ton of conspiracy theories spun around MK Ultra. But I think there is a core of facts at the middle of it that make it somewhat scary. Like I, 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 and you guys might have a different mindset. I believe MK Ultra existed. And there's a lot of evidence indicating that it did exist. And it probably still does. The, the question of what they did or do gets into conspiracy theories. But supposedly they started in – it was actually officially sanctioned in 1953. It yes. was reduced in funding in 64, and supposedly it ended in 73. Um, and the supposedly they used illegal activities to manipulate people's mental states and brain functions. They used uh, illegal drugs like LSD – different chemicals, hypnosis, sensory deprivation, isolation, abuse, and torture. They used it on U.S. citizens. They used it on prisoners. They used it on complete random people. They used it on people in hospitals um, without their knowing just to see what the effects would be. Um, in 1977, there was a Senate hearing Um Admiral Turner, who was involved in it, confessed that the, uh, to the Senate that there were 80 institutions, including 44 colleges, um, that participated directly in MKUltra, even though most of them didn't know that they were. They were just being funded to do some research, and it was all part of what they were doing. A um, couple other things. Um, the they What came out in the hearing was that there were certain goals that they had in MKUltra. One of them was to promote... Intoxic the intoxicating effect of alcohol, come up with ways to make alcohol get people drunker. Um, not sure to what end. Hmm. Um, I guess, I mean, you lose inhibitions when you're drunk, so if you could make sure yeah. someone gets drunk, you could get them to talk easier, right. I guess. Um, it was supposed to uh, render the induction of hypnosis easier um, or otherwise enhance its usefulness. So they part of what their goal was to figure out better ways to hypnotize people and to make hypnosis uh, you, more you effective. You know it would be crazy if they fed us some sort of statement to where they're like, a, a guy walks up to you and he's like, boom, he says the statement, and all of a sudden you go into this state of hypnosis because you've been, fed, yeah. yep. you've been fed this, you know, whatever they give you your whole life. And so you're in a group of people and they yell that out on a megaphone and everybody's just like, boom, hypnosis. That's one of the <laughs> hypnosis. <theories. laughs> um, Bam, bitch, you've been hypnosed. You've been hypnosed. Um, <laughs> it was supposed to enhance the ability of individuals to withstand torture, coercion, and mental effects, a part of it, which obviously, if you're the CIA, Military, yeah. you want to figure yeah. out how to make this more effective and you want to figure out how to make your people yeah. immune well, there's, to it. There's, there's good, you could use it for good. You yeah. know what I mean? Or you could use it for right. bad, which right. people look at the bad, you know, I mean, obviously. One, a couple other goals, they wanted to be able to produce amnesia um, for events preceding and during their use. So some, you know, men in black shit, like you will forget what you saw for the last 90 seconds. Right. Um, they wanted to be able to do that. Um, they wanted to uh, also, what was the last one? Uh, get There's... physical disablement such as paralysis, legs, and anemia. They wanted to be able to temporarily paralyze people 
through chemical or mental um, effects. And then one final thing, let me read this quote from the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court in this, you know, in part of, and again, this is why even though I look at a lot of conspiracy theories and rule them as bullshit, I don't rule this as bullshit. That list was from a Senate hearing that took place in 76 and 77. I I watched that hearing. Did you? The Supreme Court um, said that they were concerned with the research and development, and this is a quote, of chemical, biological, and radiological materials capable of employment in clandestine operations to control human behavior. Um, they admit the Supreme Court said there were 149 subprojects that the agency contracted to various universities, research foundations, and similar intra, uh, institutions. And then Senator Kennedy at one of the trials admitted that they gave LSD to unwitting participants, several of whom died. Can um, you imagine? His, yeah. yeah, you might they jump would off just, a building. Yeah, and think and you someone could fly. did. Someone yeah, did. One did. of the one that's of the doctors when, when it, fell off a building and died. The tenth floor, and that's when everything. Is that what started stopped. the yeah. hearings? Yeah, and and there was a couple other things in here too. Um, um, that I read, this has 17 goals, and you read most of them, but they, they wanted to create a knockout pill um, right. that could go in food, cigarettes, you know, aerosol, which would be crazy, this kind of spray you, kind of like a men in black thing, yep. which would create a maximum amnesia effect um, suitable for uh, the use by agents, um, which would be kind of crazy. I mean, like, they just and, – and kind of we have that. We have – you know, a pill that can be put in a drink and you drink it and then you have no recollection Absolutely. of what yeah. happened. Bob, Bill, Bill Cosby, you know, they already had, they yeah, had that for like, a long time. That they didn't happen. Like, uh, did not happen. I mean, a friend of mine had nothing to do with Bill Cosby. A friend of mine who lives in LA <laughs> Good clarification. Um, was uh, at a bar and he was just having a drink on his way home from work he got and he was hanging out with like two or three guys from work and they each had one beer. He got up and he left and they were going to have a second drink and uh, he decided not to. He left. He got in his car. He said he drove two blocks and he had to pull over into an alley because he knew in the next 30 seconds he was fucking blacking out. And he woke up several hours later in his car in an alley and a cop was knocking on the window and like shaking the car to wait because they didn't even know if he was alive and he woke up and it basically he got fucking roofied you know and they were probably who knows what they would have done why yeah. though that would be unfair but i could see where no they he was it. no he they told him that he couldn't drive and he right. had to get a cab and whatever the cop was cool about it but yeah. he ju- he said i mean if he would have stayed for a second beer he would have passed out in the bar yeah and so who knows if, what if you're gonna drink and drive and you see a dui checkpoint just pull over pretend that you're asleep and then Act claim like you got roofied. roofied yeah Done. that's right yeah and the other the other interesting one was uh, materials which will cause the victim to age faster or slower in maturity. That's which I, weird. I thought that that That's was kind of an odd top, one. Yeah, That's yeah. So weird. like we, you know, I don't know that 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 kind of those those ones kind of stand out. Those ones are awkward. So th- this stuff thus far is stuff that I believe actually did exist. Yeah. MK Ultra. I mean, they were trying to, you know, LSD in the 60s. That's known to have connections to the CIA yeah. and government experiments, yeah. et cetera. So there's a core to the MK Ultra idea that I believe is 100% genuine. And from all indications of what I've looked at, they did some fucked up shit to civilians, to military personnel. They would test drugs on the army, on prisoners, and yeah. just without their consent, without their knowledge, often without a medical doctor being involved in any way. It was just observers and agents and whoever trying to get They probably inject data. those dudes with all kinds of... They're oh, like, oh, you're going to Afghanistan. Yeah. You need this. There's yep. just like a snake virus over yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. It's just a big vitamin. Yep. Like, you're going to be allergic know. to yeah. sand. Here you go. But it's like... But so... 
Now, off of that core of information, a thousand conspiracies start to spawn, yes, and everyone right. points to all kinds of shit and says MK Ultra, MK Ultra, assassins. But yeah. that's that much yeah. I believe is true. Yeah, right. and one of those theories is the which I looked up was the MK Ultra and professional athletes, and we were looking at the videos, and you kind of you don't really know, but the connection is is that if you look on you know the definition of what. MK Ultra is sexual abuse is one of the methods that they used also with verbal abuse um, to create um, DID, which is multiple personality disorder. Mm-hmm. And the video we saw was uh, Serena Williams, uh, Peyton Manning. I just don't see any, uh, any government connection in this. Yeah, thing. I see what I, you're you know, saying about them I, all having I'm these just, I'm just putting the information out there. This and stuff DID, that, what, that yeah. doesn't stand for multiple personality disorder because those are all the wrong letters. But what well, it it's, well, no, it's, yeah. it's called dissociative identity, identity disorder. disorder. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's called DID. They, just, you, they don't call it split personality. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Anyway. so And I am really <laughs> Tyler Durden. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I just I, there was no government so, connection or like propaganda. Well, it doesn't. Like, we talked yeah. about this though that it doesn't have to be a government connection. Like right. um, Tiger Woods, I don't think was. But MK Ultra um, is is government. Yes, and but, so there does have to be a connection. But there's a, but there's. Well, first of all, expl- I, mean, I don't think anybody yeah, knows what okay. the hell we're talking about. So explain what happened in this video with the athletes. Um, well, these athletes have multiple personality disorder or some sort of blacking out when they're doing. They're uh, at the height of their performance, which Brent claimed, you know, that could just be the, zone, the level yeah. they're at, the zone, you know, whatever. But but um, the one, was it Peyton Manning? Pa- uh, no, Serena Williams is insane. She has like seven different personalities. Could just be Serena Williams insane, but I mean she, that in the nicest way, man. Yeah, Brent, Brent is <laughs> very afraid, I'm of, afraid of Yeah, I do not yeah. want to mess with her. But um, And then even like Peyton, was it Peyton Manning? Peyton was Manning was on there, but the other but one he was fully Herschel says, Walker. Herschel Walker. Herschel he Walker. He says, I have, you know, he, Yes, DID. he has DID, and he's actually a um, kind of like a, what is it, a spokesperson for right. it, where he wants people to understand what it is and that it's not some crazy disorder, you know. But um, he talks about that the the football player or the businessman, you know, those are two of his alter egos. He calls them alters. And you don't want that guy watching your baby, you know. like And, he, and one of the other things is, like, they don't remember what they did when they were doing it. They watch it afterwards. So, like, they go and do make these amazing plays or do these amazing things and they don't remember doing them. That was their altar doing them. And and so, like, there's this connection, though. And, and where I kind of got into it was Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods talks about he blacks out during key moments in his golf game. Mm-hmm. The thing that you read up on Tiger Woods is that his dad hired a military drill sergeant to yell at him and, and basically verbally abuse him uh, when he was young. And that is a form of MKUltra, which is the mind control. So they figured out his dad was military and they figured out a way to alter his state of mind and use it to their advantage. You know, and it's not necessarily a government thing or somebody came in and, you know, their government's creating these super athletes, but they used it to their advantage and created a super athlete knowing what they know about MK Ultra. That is the um, conspiracy theory okay. around it. So I'm not saying that's that, true. So, I, I don't so know. So they're saying that's that the ideas connection. that came from MK Ultra are being applied are being by applied. people to create super yes. athletes. Michael Phelps um, is is the is the same thing. They're able to alter his mind state, and he understands every variable that could happen if his goggle strap breaks, if his suit tears, you know, if something's not going right. 
he has every single variable in his brain and they were able to alter him and they call it programming him, um, which is weird, you know? So how are they able to do that? Is it, you know, if, if this isn't real, then how are they able to use techniques involved with this study um, to, to program people and to train them? I think and, athletes and are, are probably trained in that fashion. I mean, not all of them have drill sergeants yelling at them, but I bet that there's a methodology in high-end athletic there training there and be, certain yeah. types of personalities respond well yeah. to that and excel so that it ends up that top athletes um, responded to that type of training and behavioral training. Um, so it just turns out that the top ones have this type of personality, you know? And I think Could that, be. that, yeah, forgetting stuff is like me, man. I, I, my mind is moving so fast and probably like for their aspect, like they they forget things because they're so focused on what they're trying to do and everything else shuts down. So maybe long-term memory shuts down because they're only using short-term well, and, memory. And, and the thing is, yeah, you're using your subconscious. Right. And, and he even mentions that, but the, that's not the, the, yeah, that's the effect that happened. But the point is that they used techniques some sort of techniques by the, yeah. developed by MK Ultra or, you know, people involved in that or know what's going on. They use those techniques to develop a right. person to a certain, you know, level, which is interesting. I, yeah, I, no, I, I see what you're saying. That they think. derived like uh, certain yeah. types of, of training yeah. behaviors from methods used in some creepy government yeah. thing. At first, when I heard like MK Ultra, you know, professional athletes, I was like, I doubt the government is like pulling these kids aside. Yeah, and, and that doing, wasn't. Yeah. yeah, and that wasn't the point of it. The point right. of it is that they're using these techniques on these athletes, and they are becoming because uh, Tiger Woods was at the age of three years old. He was he was on TV, and was playing, you know, doing golf shots right, on TV. Right. Three years old. Like most three-year-olds can barely, they barely started walking, you know, right. a couple years ago. Can't talk really, you know. And, you know, he he's on TV. He's doing these things, you know. So is he just some form of super athlete or did they make I him? I think he just has that you type know? of personality. I mean, I think he just responded well to that type of behavioral For training. being a conspiracy probably, yeah. theorist, you're really a I'm bummer. Just, I'm just saying, well. <laughs> Motherfucker. I don't know. I just don't feel that one, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> no, and, that, and that's cool. I'm just putting the information out there. That's right. kind of what I ran across. I thought it was interesting that some of them had DID, which is, you know, personality disorders, and and then there was a, other athletes that were used and they molded in a different way that they all have these spectacular um, athletic abilities and are able to just shut out stuff and and do things that right. the normal person cannot do. And I, th- I also – it's like I think part of it is a – a screening process that I don't know if people are aware is even happening. Um, it's like in the military, and I forget the number, but there's only there's a very small number of people who start in the military and actually have the ability to kill somebody. Right. Like at the very well, beginning. About that. Yeah, yeah, I forget what the it's number is. One out is, of but it's 10 soldiers. Something, something, something like, like that. that. It's yeah. a small number who actually right from the beginning can take a life. Yeah. And the other nine out of 10, you have to train the shit out of them, brainwash yeah. them, break them down, rebuild them, and maybe then they can handle yeah. it. But that one out of 10 can just fucking do it from the get. Yeah. And, and, it, and they'll sleep like a baby. Right. And not surprisingly, yeah. That one out of 10 who's in the army, almost all of them become spec ops. They almost all become special operations. They almost all become Green Berets, Airborne Rangers, Marine Force Recon, Navy SEALs, because they already have it in them to do this fucking thing. And it's not a problem. And they're not going to come back and have as as many mental problems because they can deal with taking a life. So it's like in the military, you're going to damn sure want to be able to identify these people and push them into the right program. I think with athletes, it's 
I think it's probably Darwinian. Like if you're suited for that and you happen to get the right type of kind of brutal yeah. training, you're just going to yeah. be you're just the gonna best. You're going to keep moving through. Yeah. You're just going to be. But again, I, you know, I, one of the things with MK ultra that interests me is there were so many groups doing research for them to figure out all these little things that, that fit the MK ultra agenda and goal. But they're all, you know, it's Pandora's box. They're all released onto the world. Right. You know, God yeah. knows how many sleeping pills came out of what MK Ultra yeah. was funding because <laughs> I how mean, many people they killed. Exactly. God yeah. knows what psychological techniques, training techniques, ways to motivate an athlete. I mean, when we have, when, you know, 80 or 40 or whatever academic institutions are doing this research, they're going to come up with some really cutting edge stuff. And yeah. if this is happening in the 50s and 60s and 70s, that stuff is all going to be pretty common well, knowledge. And, and, and right the now. crazy thing is, too, like people would go into clinics with an issue and they would come out with multiple, you know, issues. issues. Yeah. Because they would go in and they'd fuck them up. They right. would do these crazy tests on them and they would literally fuck them up. And then they'd end up in a menstrual, mental in, right. menstrual institution. Gross. <laughs> 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 that woke Brent up. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, these things are crazy. Like, so, I mean, I guess we're all on the same page that we actually believe that these things were done and and i guess i guess i i believe in subliminal messaging i think if you feed somebody something enough that they're going to go for it you know did you you read about edward bernays no i didn't that's he's the father of propaganda um he he did some really amazing things like he's really the first one to come up with how to um, manufacture consent like to control someone's perception to make them think they're making the decision on their behalf yeah based off of outside influences like we talked about with the mentalist guy so um Lucky Strike, um, the cigarette company, whoever owned Lucky Strike back in the day, needed to improve sales. And uh, only men smoked cigarettes at that point in time. It was yeah. before women's liberation, and, and they weren't. It wasn't considered socially acceptable for women to smoke cigarettes. Um, and one of the first things they they went to him and said, "We need you to advise us in this." And his first thing was, "You need to change the color of the package um, because it's like hunter green, and it just doesn't appeal to women. It's like a hunting color, like it's what a, a man's truck would be or something. Women aren't yeah. into it." And they were trying to figure out what can they do to to increase sales in it to the women. And they said it would be too expensive to remanufacture all the stuff. Um, we're not going to change the package of the cigarettes. So he employed some French fashion designers to implement the fashion line for that year and to make the exclusive premier color of the year green. And he, he used varying shades of green, primarily the color of Lucky Strike, and had <laughs> wow. fashion um, become a thing. He had a cells. green gala organized. He did all these things to influence green. But the most impactful thing that he did was he, he hired a couple really good-looking women to walk down Fifth Avenue smoking cigarettes in public, which was a really, really big deal back then. And they, ha- they referred to them as freedom torches. Like I think he uh, called press on it so that they would see it. Yeah, I've heard And they, I've heard they of called that. the cigarettes freedom torches. And every newspaper in the United huh. States picked it up and threw this big fit about it. And guess what? Women started smoking. Women started smoking. Yep. They started smoking. It became the sexy taboo. Like, oh, men don't want us to do it. An empowering thing, anyway. the freedom torches. Yeah. And the trick is like he's tricking them into buying cigarettes. And they thought, we'll show you. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. How they made the decision. Yeah, they made the decision to buy these yeah. cigarettes, start smoking, killing themselves, and and it was just because he he did some clever things like making green be in their environment, making green the cool thing, and then 
tinging that with the whole statement of women's yeah. liberation and that's the right to do crazy. so. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's was like pretty, his big first introduction. It's pretty sweet. We should so, start putting blue everywhere. To, like of our logo, <laughs> like the sofa king yeah, blue, yeah, the sofa king blue, yeah. sticking at Lowe's yeah. around all the Lowe's buckets. Yeah. Um. But one of the the crazier things that people don't realize is Edward Bernays is actually the reason that we eat, that me and Brad eat bacon and eggs for breakfast, and the rest of America eats bacon and eggs for breakfast. That wasn't a thing. We all, everyone just ate a light breakfast. Hmm. But the uh, specific bacon label, like brand, um, was having trouble with increasing sales and they didn't want to start like a pricing war. So they contacted him because of his success in cigarettes and said, how can you help us sell more bacon? He wrote 5,000 letters to physicians in a very carefully worded letter and questionnaire saying, wouldn't it be better for Americans to have a heartier breakfast? And in some ways said something like bacon and eggs. And 4,500 physicians responded, yes, it would be better ham, for Americans to have a, a more yeah. hearty breakfast like ham and eggs or bacon and eggs. And so we have it. Bacon sales blasted through the roof and so did eggs. And now America eats bacon, bacon and, and eggs, eggs for, for breakfast. breakfast, which is just crazy. You know what I mean? So they just put that lab coat on. If the doctor says so, it must be true, and we do right. it all the time. Right. It's the same thing you know, with nine eight, out of ten out of, yeah, dentists yeah, recommend. Ten, you know, yeah. it's like one out of three dentists. <laughs> which this is my next point because, and this is a whole podcast. I won't delve in deep to this, but uh, we guess time. who um, they hired because of the when they created the atomic bomb and a lot of the industrial aluminum industry. The off side of that, and everyone's going to think I'm crazy, but you guys won't. Fluoride. <laughs> You're is crazy. the byproduct of making atomic bombs and making aluminum. And they need some place to dump it environmentally um, without having to go through all the red tape of, oh, is this okay to dispose of it? Is it safe? Uh, so, so they fed it to dentists. The government hired um, <laughs> scientists to say to put a positive light on fluoride as far as a health aspect. And at one part per million, it does help your teeth. But anything above that, it's fucking horrible. And it can cause fluorosis and all these conditions that can even be fatal. So, but they made it sound like it's okay to dump it in the water. At that point in time, Germany and Russia had already been fluoridating the water, but for other purposes, they did it to dull the senses of the mass. Fluoroxine is the main ingredient in um, antidepressants. So oh, it, it is what's in Prozac. So they started fluoridating here, here the water. Here, America, eat this toothpaste. <laughs> it lowers your IQ. But how genius yeah. when they hire Edward Bernays, he thinks, well, you're trying to put it in the water. You're doing all this stuff. People are in an uproar about it. Let's put another spin on it. And you get them to wake up every single morning and take their medicine, right? Yeah. The first thing that we all do, except for Dave, he buys Tom's toothpaste I don't probably. I brush my teeth. And Dave, yeah, Brad just See, doesn't brush That's why teeth. I fucking know <laughs> shit. That's why I know shit. I don't watch TV and I don't brush my teeth. My fucking teeth, you losers. But he talks them into and makes this entire ad campaign to spin that fluoride helps with your dental health. Wow. That it helps clean your teeth and it helps keep them strong. And so now we have fluoride in our Man, toothpaste. So everybody why, wakes up and takes their Prozac yeah, that's that's why why every question, single morning. Question everything. We have Just fluoride our in our water as well, though. They've, yeah. They put fluoride in the water. We are one of the, the last nations. Japan, Europe, everybody has since banned the, the fluoridation of right. water. Because right. it's that's proven because they to want lower... Us to to Get lower IQ, it has yeah. horrible health effects. Like if wow. you look up fluoride, it's horrible. You know, in our preschool, I have a friend whose child just entered preschool, and I said, "Hey, man, I'm gonna put my foil hat on just for a second, but I know you're fairly open-minded. When you sign her up for preschool, you're gonna have to sign a separate paper, and people don't know this that they try to give your kid fluoride tablets every day Where? at the beginning of class. Where's this at? That's here. Uh, and he's like, my, "Really? Is that true?" Preschool. 
So I, I, he said, hey, you're right. I, he told me a couple of days ago, I saw him in the coffee shop, or not a couple of days ago, but really? when school started. He said, I had to sign that paper, and it was kind of weird. It was, they made it a, little, it was a little bit awkward for me. Um, and I have another friend that happened to, too. She contacted wow. me on Facebook. She's like, am I crazy for not wanting my kids to have fluoride? Of course, they asked me. I was like, absolutely not crazy at all. Right. Do not have them dole out fluoride pills that lower IQ and dull yeah, your senses and cool. your thinking. That's fucking weird anyway. What, it's for what? the health of their teeth. Yeah, because it's because it's a dental principle. thing. Yeah. So what? Go fuck yourself, school. Don't worry about my kids' teeth. Yeah. Like, you're not the school slash hospital. Well, there's fucking something put shit in their brain, school. not in their body, yeah, and leave them the fuck alone. That, that is that's start the propaganda. Them keep, them not, keep them dull at the beginning. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's insane. That's it's crazy. children are growing up dumb. When you say it out loud, it, it, it's a little more rational. But, like, if we have an open conversation about it and people will be accepting of it. Yeah. But, man, when some people just don't want to hear it, they're like, that's just crazy talk. So those, those all go along with the government's plan to change for a better America, dissent is treason, constitutional <laughs> liberties are less important than security, the war on terrorism excuses any attack on civil liberties, uh, any is- government administration has the right and the duty to bring out regime, regime change in any nation it chooses. Why are you brainwashing? What are you- The economy is basically sound. What are you reading? What is this? This is this is their. I'm gonna. These are these are speeches. Techno. Yeah. um, (laughs) These are what people people in the government. (laughs) This is what propaganda is feeding us. Um, uh, The economy is basically sound. I like that. Basically, Uh, only a few bad apples are found in the corporate barrel, which requires no new oversight laws. If government puppets say they're not guilty of war crimes then the present political regime will not pursue it. And it, it's necessary to attack any nation the government deems nas- necessary because we're still at war against terrorism. This was Bedtime Stories by Brad Taylor. Yes. <laughs> read by read Brad Taylor. Tyrone. <laughs> I'm going to put a lullaby behind yeah. it instead of techno instead. And you guys can listen to that one before bed. We'll, int- we'll release that as a separate 45-second mini-episode. Um, I wanted to point out a couple of things of the war propaganda um, that that they're still doing now. Like, that sounds like, man, remember when they used to do that crazy stuff? Like, they played the national anthem and it had words in it and they – and they, their secret, secret subliminal messages, and they tricked yeah. us into eating ham and eggs. This, this shit is still happening. Does everybody remember the, the scene in the first Iraq war where they pulled the Saddam statue down? Yeah. They yeah. had the chain around it, and everybody was celebrating and hitting yeah. it with a sledgehammer. Mm-hmm. That's like a super like iconic image from the war, that video yeah. footage. They like put a chain around it, and then they put like the American flag through it, and then it got replaced by their flag to like symbolize transference of, of control and freedom to the people. That entire scene was completely staged and scripted. So it's come yeah. out now when they look back that they had hired, I don't know what the group is called, but they weren't even like normal citizens. The they were like flown guild. in um, from the United States from some type of government agency, but they were the right color and wore the right clothes and played the part as far as Merck is concerned. Right. Nobody knows the difference. Right. And those were all people that were scripted to do so and <laughs> act in that. And it was just a little closed set thing where they pulled that down. And that's like one of everyone's main memories of the war, right? Yeah. Like if you try to think about the war, that, that's, that's what you think about. That's one of the things of propaganda is altering history. Yeah. You alter well, I mean, history. They, this, I mean, the 
a lot of people don't necessarily know this either. The, 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 one of the most iconic images from all of World War II, that picture of the Marines raising the flag. Yeah. yeah and it's the four it people up. pushing yeah. the flag up at yeah. the top of Mount Suribachi, um, in, you know, in the Japanese campaign. The, they did it during the fighting. And the people in charge, the general, the colonel, whoever was watching it, plus a photographer, were like, that is fucking awesome right do now. It again. And then when the battle ended, they said, you guys do it again. And they ended up getting – it wasn't even the same people that pushed up the original that flag. Sucks. And then they they faked what was an organic moment earlier, and then they redid it, and that's what the photographer took a yep. picture of. And that's the picture you see. That didn't actually happen. It yeah. happened, but it wasn't photographed. It was, it was or, and then they organic, took a picture yeah. of it later. It wasn't this, spur of the moment. They knew what All they of this. I do. highly recommend this movie. It came out probably in 99, but – but it's, it really talks about all this stuff and how much you could influence people with a little bit of money. It's the movie Wag the Dog. Wag and the it dog. stars oh. uh, Dustin Ready, Hoffman Ready, and Robert De Niro. Fantastic movie. And the, the premise of the movie is that the president is close. The re-election is coming up. The president wants to get re-elected. And a big scandal came out that allegedly he touched a Girl Scout inappropriately in the White House. Hmm. So they hire this guy who is uh, uh, Robert De Niro. His He works for, he doesn't, he never says who he works for. He basically tells people, works for don't company. worry about who yeah. I work for. Um, but his job is to make the American people completely forget that the president did this in time for the election and he stages a fake war and he makes all this stuff happen so that the just American to make that go away, yeah. just to make that go away. And yeah. it was a huge scandal because right when that movie came out, like the same months the movie came out was when Bill Clinton yeah. did like did his whole thing in the white house and everybody was like, Oh shit. But it's like, I mean, it's not like they made the movie as a response cause it was already yeah. out. They had, but it's a fantastic, like, all the stuff you're saying that Bernays did by getting this guy to do that, to convince these people yeah. of this, that's Willie crazy. Nelson's in it. You'll enjoy that fact. Awesome. I'm watching Willie it tonight. Yeah, that, that's, he's awesome it. in it, by and, the way. And that's the whole point is, is it doesn't necessarily have to be the government that does mind control or, or changes your mind about something. There's there's corporations. Yep. There's people. Your boss, maybe. I mean, there's there's it could be any form of, of subliminal messaging and things that are going on in your life. That, that are controlling what you do every day. Like we've been looping the fact that you're going to give us all your money and you love Sofa King podcast on this whole audible frequency. That shit clearly episode. doesn't work. No. <laughs> well, this is the first. This was the first episode we did it. Oh, you gotta give it time. You That's why I've been it. spending all the money on on stuff you for the podcast. It. Damn it! It's because I've been listening to the podcast. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have one more crazy. I story. didn't need another computer, but I bought one. I don't know why. There's a uh, there's a company called Hill and Knowlton, which is a PR firm. Um, and if you don't know what PR firms are, but they've come out of propaganda. Right. As of 2011, Public there were 7,000 yeah. PR firms yep. um, that people hire to spin things and put things in a different light. So um, that's that's the new thing, like in advertising and government and anything. But more more times than not, they're, someone's reputation is what they're trying to spin. Yeah, because public, a public relations firm is slightly different than an advertising firm. Advertising firms often work 
under what the PR, like the PR firm realizes we need to get people in France to make green popular. We need to do right. this. We need to get green on these six television shows and have some commercial. So PR exists kind of above advertisers. They mm-hmm. may hire advertisers. Well, at this some one's point. super creepy. So the, the government, when they need to go to war, they hire PR firms, which is crazy. Like yeah. if they need to go to war, they hire PR firms. So in 1990, a company called Hill and Knowlton um, coached a young woman named named Nurse Nayira, um, and she spoke bet- uh, before the Congressional Human Rights Caucus and said that she testified that Iraqi soldiers were pulling babies, premature babies, out of incubators and murdering them, hundreds of babies from incubators out of Kuwait um, and killing yeah, them. Hospitals. So saying that hundreds of Kuwait babies were being murdered and pulled out of incubators and told this whole testimony in yeah. front of it, they're, they released it to the news, and it got said over and over by George Bush Sr. He just constantly used it as a justica- justification for war. Now, I'm sure there was lots of bad stuff that was happening that maybe Saddam was a bad guy, and he probably really should have done it. But one of the main reasons was this unique event about the babies getting killed in the yeah, thing. So we went to propaganda. war. Yeah, right. Well, two weeks after we had liberated Kuwait, it came out that that lady was actually the daughter of Kuwait's ambassador to the United States. And all the claims were false that none of that yeah. ever happened. Wow. But a PR well, firm just used her and, yeah. and coached her into saying those things. And it made the decision for the war. And, and this right. goes into like the Illuminati. Like we talked about the Illuminati and we didn't get into Illuminati and mind control because that also ties in to what, they're doing and using it for their agenda. And uh, Bill Clinton, um, Bush, President Obama, um, all these people are all linked together through the Illuminati. And they were talking about uh, Obama being president back in 1985, which we right. talked about. Um, you know what I mean? They they talked about all these things that were going to for sure happen. And also uh, high-end families like the, um, uh, who's, you know, Saddam Hussein, um, the Bin Laden family, all these, mm-hmm. all these high end families are all part of this upper level, upper echelon, you know, people that want to have the new world order and one world government. Um, and there's so much documentation. It would take you years upon years upon years to read and study, uh, because you just keep running into different things. Like you start studying about one thing and then you're off on another one. I mean, we, we've done this plenty of times. Yeah, it was hard. Know? There's Nazi propaganda. There's yeah. Disney films with crazy propaganda. Did you guys see those Disney films from back in the day? Oh, uh-huh. There's all Insane. kinds of stuff. Yeah. There, um, there's so much out there about one specific topic that it's just, it, it's super hard to cover everything. I, I couldn't believe the the product um, stuff, like the images and products, like sex and products. Like, did you guys see like Heineken ads and whatnot? Mm-hmm. There is crazy stuff. Yeah. Or like the Panera bread, like there's like a wiener bread stick. There's like Heineken well, the butt it's cheeks. Like, if you're flipping through a magazine <laughs> and you kind of go past an ad real quick and you're like, holy shit, did I just see what I thought I saw? And you flip back to look at the ad because you thought you saw a giant yeah, vagina like, oh, no, and it's actually just whiskey pouring into a glass that wasn't an accident like you you don't have a dirty mind and you thought like it was designed so that if you saw it for half a second because you're flipping the pages your brain will have processed a vagina and you're gonna go back and now you engage in the ad the dodge ram symbol Mm -mm. next to a clinical like diagram of a female of genitalia like it's or the whole anatomy actually really it's a stretch genitalia genitalia Radio episode? 
It's a no. pussy. I, I, I know I can't. I have, say, I'm still got my lock on. Say, uh, There's no reason to say it really though. Say, you can say vagina. Anyways, like it's it looks like a vagina. Like it, it really does. They point it out and like label everything. It, it's it's a reach. It's but like, I can what are the see, horns like the fallopian tubes? Yes, you can just see the slim. <laughs> like if you look that up, you're like, oh, maybe they're doing that. There's a little sex sales going yeah, on in there. They maybe, might be doing it. Maybe. But there's a ton of weird stuff like that. all the Disney movies say sex, Little Mermaid, Wieners. You know, priest yeah. popping the boner. There's so many crazy yeah. things in there. But um, even the stuff that's not like hidden. I mean, if you look at old like Popeye cartoons from World War II, you'll just be watching a cartoon, minding yeah. your own business. It's the usual, you know, date rape and Popeye stops it, and that's the <laughs> crux. That's the crux of the cartoon. But then at the end, he'll like eat his spinach, which again is propaganda because spinach doesn't really do anything, and they had to spin it. And the spinach, con- the spinach council, the yeah. spinach council got uh, United King Syndicate to put. Popeye eating spinach to make everyone eat spinach. Who is United King Syndicate? It's the animating company. I just wanted to hear you say That's, that because I wanted to see that you knew that. It's the it's the company that made the Popeye cartoons. But anyway, you'll be watching it, minds his own business, eats his spinach, punches Bluto, and like he'll punch Bluto and Bluto flies up into outer space and like lands in Japan and crushes Emperor Hirohito and then the credits roll. And you're like, what the fuck just happened? Like it's, it had nothing to do with the cartoon yeah. and all of a sudden he punches Bluto and Bluto lands in the Reichstag and kills yeah. Hitler. I've got my and it's like these awesome up. clips at the very Who's end. Who's Brutus? Brutus slash Bluto. Oh, okay. His yeah. name changed at one point. Okay, then I'm okay. He's the rapist yeah. who's okay. always going he's after all He's the rapist. He is a rapist. He grew a beard. <laughs> he never even rapes her. He, he that's because Popeye to. stops him constantly. Man. That guy, Olive, like Olive's he just like, needs to register as a sex yeah, offender and get fucking get it over. locked up. But Olive's like not even like <laughs> cute though. Like they could have made her like I mean as a cartoon better looking. Yeah, I don't know. Like Blue. long some weird like stuff going on, like that weird Gumby. animal they end up having in Bloomer the Goon and all that. Yeah, that gets really strange. But yeah, Bluto needs help. Is yeah. all I'm saying. I saw one really crazy thing um, while we were looking for this stuff on Breaking Bad. I'm sure you guys have all seen Breaking Bad. There's a scene no. where um, he finds the book on the back of the uh, toilet. And he's flipping through the pages. It's like Walter's book, and it says like W. White or something. He's trying to figure stuff out. But as he's flipping through the pages, there's a Ron Paul um, like campaign ad. As he's talking about, he's like, "Yeah, this guy was a huge meth um, overlord or something." And as he flips the pages through the book, and he's saying "meth overlord" in the middle of like a book that has nothing to do with anything, a Ron Paul thing is in the book to and, somehow and you relate him to with meth. meth. Which That's is funny. weird, right? So I don't know who the that makers of you can look that up. Yeah, Breaking Bad, Ron Paul, and they like flip it in there. Like he's a, yeah, meth, 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 boom, Ron Paul, flash. It's really weird. That is really yeah, weird. Yeah, so someone had some agenda and, and snuck that in there. I could see it happen. I mean, I could see it happening organically if Ron. I I don't know much about his political background, but if he was in New Mexico. If he was a politician in New Mexico, it might be more right. of a he just he Walter White yeah. would have had something from a, a rally tucked into it, like <laughs> yeah. perhaps. But I I don't know. Yeah, but I that, actually that's all part of that's all part of subliminal messaging. Right. You just get hit with right. It you, and, we have no idea. Yeah, you know. I don't like Ron Paul because he's a because meth head. He's a, he smokes yeah. blue meth. Yeah. Um, there was one post on our uh, Facebook from Ketchup Time who always posts and says good things, and Ketchup Time. Um, pointed out a TED video, um, a TED talk. It's actually it's a shorter one. It's one of the because they they have like their twenty minute ones and like their eight minute ones. It's one of the eight minute ones, but it's a a documentary filmmaker and I'm going to butcher her name named Charmaine Obeyed Chinoy, and um, she did a documentary called Children of the Taliban and she went 
to schools and she went to children who were trained by the Taliban to be suicide bombers specifically. And she does this thing and the documentary explores it and she goes over there. I mean, couldn't have been an easy bit of journalism for a woman yeah, to do, but, but she went over there and she breaks it down on this Ted talk. And she says, there's five things that they do to get these kids to be suicide bombers. They're just normal, completely normal kids who have no leanings towards any political agenda. Yeah. But the, the, Taliban gets them to do so, and this is what they do. First off, they there's five steps. They prey on large, poor, rural families, so they get a family with multiple children that are poor, so yeah. that the parents don't feel as bad giving up their only kid. And they, they but, obviously give them something in return. Well, they give them something. They yeah. give them food, and then they protection, also give them, um, they give them protection as well, yeah. but they give them food protection and a monthly stipend, and your kid will just be a Taliban soldier. And the families agree um, and and let the kid go off. And they're also getting an education because they are going to a school, yeah. as far as the parents know. Monkey bars in the desert. Yeah. Second, <laughs> um, they, they take kids who don't read um, Arabic and they only teach them the Quran in Arabic. So they're teaching them Arabic and they have their leaders Using reading the them. So they don't even know what's really in the Quran because they've never read oh, it and right. they don't read this, this language. So they're subject to poor interpretations and bad rewordings, oh, but they wow. suddenly believe all this horrible shit from the Quran because like, they can't it says even America it. in exactly, the Quran. Exactly. Like, really? So it's real. And again, they're kids, so it's easier to do it. It's a language they don't really know, distorted messages. And then they also give them a complete media blackout. They can't read anything. There's no internet they can't do anything so the only information they get is information fed from their leaders third they make them hateful they get beaten for every infraction they only get to eat bread and water twice a day and nothing else so they're just miserable and hateful and spiteful they make them hate each other they make them hate themselves they just make this violent hateful you know environment that yeah. they live in four they get older taliban kids to or older taliban guys who are still close to the kids in age but have gone out and seen stuff, they come back with the males specifically and brag about all this stuff that they've done, how heroic they are, how they've killed these evil Americans, the evil deeds they've seen Americans do. So now you're a kid looking at the cool kid who just came in and he's bragging yeah, about all this that. stuff. You've got all this misplaced hate and then they're doing that. And then finally, tons of propaganda videos. And she said that there's some of the most effective propaganda. She studies propaganda videos and documentaries. She said the Taliban propaganda videos are some of the most effective she's ever seen with these amazing contrasts between kids being bombed in the Middle East and Western leaders and soldiers who don't care and just these juxtapositions of their regular life and everything. But it's a really interesting talk because she just breaks it down and it's like everything that they're doing is probably some shit that MK Ultra did, you yeah. know, 50 years ago. But yeah. they're taking normal everyday kids Filling yeah. them full of hate, distorting their religious beliefs, and then sending them out to be suicide. And, and they do the same thing to us as a population because they have to feed us, um, I think, distorted facts about war, about why we're going to war with these people. These people hate Americans, so right. we need to we need to go and eradicate them. Right? You know what I mean? We're fed the exact opposite to make us believe. Yeah. That. They yeah. are the evil. They yeah, are the absolutely. ones that are, you know, absolutely. so who's really evil? Who knows? Right. You know what I mean? Like right. they're, they're trying to protect their shit. We're trying to protect ours, you know, like, so, so we're fed uh, all this information so that we go along with these wars. And, and in it, the, you know, uh, again, you know, I mean, conspiracy theories aside, it's a fact that there were people who were 
actively in the United States military who were being paid by major news networks to be military advisors. And it all came out after the fact that these military advisors were feeding them falsehoods yeah. about why we needed to go to Iraq. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they full on still worked for the government yeah. and were being told lie about this, lie about this on this the news. Convince the, yeah. And it's like, I mean, it ha it's not like MK ultra was back in the day and we only did propaganda against the Nazis. I mean, shit's going on still right Today. now yeah. all the time. Uh, interesting thing I saw on one of the YouTube videos was uh, Iron Chef uh, on the Food Network. Oh, uh -huh. I guess they got uh, called out by a guy who I don't know how he saw it or if it's even real or not, but I guess it was on the news and um, he saw a McDonald's flash just one thirty second of a second. I believe that, yeah. And it said I'm loving it, McDonald's, and it was the red logo. Boom, went by and he rewinded it and played it back in slow-mo on his TV and it was the fucking McDonald's thing on there. Iron Chef was sponsored by McDonald's at the time. I could see that just being a technical yeah. glitch. Uh, they're probably a sponsor. They, they tried well, it. Well, I mean, they probably were they're, a sponsor. They're, they're but doing I it mean, as subliminal. You know, you see the McDonald's I mean, I could deal. see where they would do that subliminally, but I could also see where it was just a fuck up from the booth. Like just a trying to go to a commercial. Yeah, exactly. Like, and there was just a flash yeah. of this video Maybe. in the feed. I mean, I could yeah. see either way on that. Yeah, one, and of but course I would they, be suspicious. they denied they denied the allegations that they were trying to. Because especially like if message. if everyone, it's like you could have even been a local you know broadcasting site or if like everyone had that video all across the nation. But if it's like if one guy had it, maybe his DVR fucked up. You know, uh, like yeah. he got a glitch. Yeah, I, you know, I, I I see that happening though. I bet you we get shit all the time. Oh, what was I'm the sure other thing do. we were talking about? I have a random Florida fact for Dave that was live texted <laughs> to me from one of our friends and fans, and it's specifically for Dave. It's so up your alley, you okay. won't believe. And it. it hit right when we were recording our podcast. Yeah, That's really funny. yeah. He sent. I think he knows when we're recording. Oh, okay. So this right. is a Florida fact. Puppy shoots Florida man. Deputies say. <laughs> You love it already, I right? I love it already. It's animal rights. Shoot. It's <laughs> hating on Florida. So Pensacola, Florida. A man who tried to shoot seven puppies was shot himself when the dog put his paw on the revolver trigger. Jerry Allen Bradford, 37, <laughs> was being treated at the hospital for a gunshot wound to his wrist. Bradford said he decided to shoot a three-month-old shepherd mix in the head because he couldn't find them a home, according to the sheriff. Um, on Monday, Bradford was holding two puppies, one in his arms, the other in his left hand, when the dog in his hand wiggled and put his paw on the trigger of the 38 caliber revolver. The gun discharged, and when deputies <laughs> arrived, they found puppy, three puppies in a shallow grave. The four others are fine, and uh, so but basically the guy got shot by the puppy, which is freaking awesome. Three that of them is didn't freaking make it. awesome. My only regret in that story is that the puppy didn't have better fucking aim. Yeah, it hit him in the wrist. <laughs> that's, my, that's the only, that's only thing up. that would have made that a better Just shot story. him in the face. Exactly. Puppy Fucking shoots men in the face. Oh, that would have been better. God. Weird. That's you can't awesome. find a home, I'm so sure. Come on. Take him to the fucking pound. At least they stand a chance. Yeah, or get your dog fixed in yeah, the first place. How about place. that? <laughs> so thank you to Adam Pedrosa, oh, friend God. and fan, for that That's live message. That's going to become a new thing now. My phone's going to blow up. <laughs> yeah. I guess it can be a new thing. We do record the podcast on Sundays from 9 to 12.30 or 1 is when that's happening if you guys want to yeah, send so, in yeah, so some if fact. A, if you get a text in, yeah. then you might yeah, get on the we, air. I, yeah. I can't promise yeah. you we'll read it, but I will do my best if it's yeah. If yeah. it's something funny, if like something that. stupid, because most of you guys are going to send some stupid shit. You don't even know. They haven't sent anything yet. I know, These are but fans I, you're I've been to, to, motherfucker. Sir. I've been to the future, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> I know. Well, so, that's all I got. That's all I got too. 
I do, the government's I controlling do wanna, your mind, and so are we. I want to thank our listeners um, for uh, chiming in on social media this week. Yeah, Mike they got Money, after it. Catch Up Time, um, people I didn't quote from, um, but listeners and posters, Ashley Dietrich, Gloria Dummler, David Ryan, Lindsay Sharp. If you guys want to shout out on the show, then by all means post and let us know what you think. And we, are a fi- we haven't given one in a while, but we're officially giving a swag bag to Brian Ross for his multiple posts and his thoughts on uh, Target advertising towards him. Um, so if you uh, like us, like us on Facebook and listen to us and check us out and make some comments um, on our Facebook page, on Twitter, on whatever, um, and that's how you too can win a swag bag. And thank you to Red Ridge Beard Co. Digital Creations for making swag. And uh, we're finally going to give away some beard oil. I don't think that Brian guy can grow a beard, though. I saw him on Facebook. Although he's handsome, no beard. Right. He can but give it to right. his girlfriend. He put it in his that's hair. Right. Once he gets it, it might inspire him to try to like hard. grow it out. Yeah, five yeah. chin hairs I see yeah. shiny. It's gonna happen. <laughs> he keeps those, soft as five yeah. chin hairs you've ever seen, Brian. Yeah, look like a fine China man. <laughs> Maybe he's got a beard. I don't know. Hey, I mean, I can't talk shit. Can always, My beard is see through. You can always keep your butt hair nice and slick. Ooh, there you that's go. true. It's nice and nice and it smells good. That's mm-hmm. for sure. One easy wipe that smells yeah. like tea tree oil. Mm, <laughs> yummy. <laughs> well, that's all we got for today. Uh, don't let the uh, Corporate media and the government control your mind and don't be a retard.